0: this crazy. Jimmy on beat, boy. Bang, bang. This is the trophy room. We're not on the floor today, so that's always a good day. This is still sponsored by Anchor, so we appreciate that. Wherever you're at, we're happy that you're hanging out with us for the next hour. It's me, my brother/slash/cousin Luke holding it down. Okay, coming up, I'm gonna tell you why Tom Brady is Christian Bale's Batman. The best Batman, by the way, the only good one. Not this Robert Pattinson stuff we got coming up. Also, what's with the Brian Flores lawsuit. We have probably 15 credits worth of uh, law classes, law college classes yeah. in the building. And why did Kyler Murray remove all his Cardinals posts from his social media? Is he worth getting paid? And we're finally talking at NBA. Oh yeah, also we're previewing the biggest game of the year and telling you if it should be deemed as such. As always, please go give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Trophy Room Radio. Jackson's been just pumping out hilarious content ever, like every day he put up this really funny i don't know if you saw he put up this really funny harambe tiktok about the cincinnati Bengals. yeah so that was, kind of was, funny. Funny. That was kind of funny yeah so, so jackson for, right? exactly. for the prince do it for king harambe so jackson's been putting out really good stuff so go follow us on tiktok and instagram helps out a ton and if you're listening to it right now, go give us a five-star review on Spotify, on Apple, wherever you're at. And if they're really funny, y'all can like just go give us a five-star review. We don't care what you write. But if you put something really funny, like feel free to blast us however you'd like. Tell really impersonal stories that nobody else knows. And if the stories are funny, if the comments are funny, then we'll read them and just blast each other here live up. Um, so Tom Brady said something really interesting yesterday. But before we get to that, you had, Oh some, yeah! Here we go. Some what's heinous with the NBA that you'd like to what, discuss? More
1: better question: What isn't heinous? What with isn't the, heinous with the NBA? Anybody who knows us knows we're big sports fans, and the NBA the past five years has just been steady decline Tank. to a load of crap. So <laughs> Brett and I we're, were we're driving up here to to my parents' house, okay. And I'm, and I'm just driving, and I'm one of those people that's kind of a, a loose driver. I'm kind of looking around all the time, swerving. And sometimes I'll pull up my ph- I always got to check my phone when I get an application. You <laughs> know. make it sound like you're the worst driver well, in the world. maybe. That's what I've been told. So I'm looking over here, and I get a notification, and I see John Morant. And I'm like, okay. And I feel like I get a lot of John Morant. Okay. Bleacher of, it says John Morant gets clotheslined. And then here we go. And so I was telling Brett, I said, guess who's back at it again? You can always count on them to be the most heinous individuals in basketball. So I'm going to give Brett three chances kay. to guess
0: who clotheslined John Okay. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. You you should know. Bro. Okay, so I don't think it's DeMarcus Cousins because I don't think he's in the league right I'm now. I'm covering my mouth right now, Doug. So, it so it's not it. DeMarcus Cousins. No. Okay. My next guess... Ah. Uh, is it Montrezl Harrell? That's a close one. Okay, so if it's not Montrezl Harrell, then it has to be... Either Marcus or Markeith Morris. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Spot <laughs> on. Whoa. Marcus Morris Sr. Is he the one who got clotheslined by Jokic? No, that's Markeith. And that boy's been out ever since. <laughs> boy got
1: whiplash. Those boys are literally the scum of the earth. True. So here, here's what it is. Marcus Morris Sr. gets ejected after his hard clothesline on Grizzly star. Oh just my. blasted him! Oh my gosh! So the market, so the Morris brothers. Ever since they were at Kansas, they were, I think they were at Kansas. Yeah, I knew they were just dirty rats. They're not really good at anything, but they're mediocre at everything, and they're just dirty ball
0: players. <laughs> so that's why people have them, bro. They just snatched him out of the air. Wait, let, me see, let me see. I'm watching the video right let now. See. Holy cow! Maybe we'll, we'll put this up on our TikTok. We'll have Jackson, we'll have Jackson, Jackson something post something about it. Holy cow. They really just... They just absolutely blasted him. All right, let's see. Look this. at this replay. Yeah, everybody literally go watch this video. It's hilarious. And Jaw gets up. He's a little blasted. Marcus Morris obviously getting ejected. Okay, Classic. He said, one, two, Bop! He said, "Let me pick your nose and dig for gold while oh, I'm up there."
1: Of course, and everyone says, "Oh, they're just playing aggressive." Well, it's not that one; it's the same two brothers that everywhere in the league. Everywhere they go, them boys are. Look at that! You tell me that like that's not even
0: playing defense. Well, I'm actually,
1: just... that might it might be Marcus Morris that that who has beef
0: with Jokic. Ah, I. I, I... No, because the one who has beef with Jokic is on the Heat. Oh, you're right. So it's not this one, dude. Also, the Heat are kind of—they're kind of like. Tell me though that the Marcus, the Morris twins, aren't basically the black version of Grayson Allen. That's true. Just as dirty of dogs. Just as dirty of dogs, but they're
1: scarier because they're a lot bigger. True. And Grayson Allen, this little, this little white boy, I nobody scared them, but they're just know anno- They just want to kill him.
0: He's kind of like a little, like one of those dogs that you could launch fifteen yards if you hit it the right way. They're
1: just, they're just the yappers. The yappers always biting at your ankles. Stomp on them.
0: Okay, well, classic Morris twins. Classic. Because I was gonna say the other person it could have been was Grayson Allen, but I didn't guess him because he's, he's only hard on occasion. On occasion, yeah. All right, so what, so what were you saying earlier about
1: Tom Brady and Batman? That kind of caught my attention. So.
0: Let's start here. First of all, I think it's fair to argue, this has nothing to do with sports, but I think it is fair to argue that of all, because there's been a lot of Batman. Too many. A lot. There's been, you have like the OG TV show, like you got Adam West, then you got Michael Keaton, then you got uh, Clooney, and there's been a ton of dudes to be Batman. Christian Bale is a the best Batman. The Easily. only the only good Batman. The only good Batman. And the what? only good movies that DC really made and they weren't even made by DC, it was literally Christopher Nolan with DC the attached God to among it. The God Among
1: Us Christopher the Nolan. The God
0: Among Us. Literally top 3 director of all time. He's goaded. Okay, so it's I think it's Dark Knight or maybe it's Dark Knight Rises, but which is the one where he just decides that he doesn't want to be Batman anymore and that he's just going to go sit in board meetings and everything? You know what I'm talking about?
1: That's um uh, Dark Knight Rises. Okay.
0: Because he, he decides to hang up the hat, right? He's like, can't be Batman. Yeah, he's like he's like old scraggly up in the house. Yeah. Mm. Just decides he's going to go to business meetings and, and just sleep. hang out and do nothing all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And how'd that work out for him? Came on exactly. back. Exactly. Tom mm-hmm. Brady is Christian Bale because I see it the exact same way. Bruce Wayne was always meant to be Batman till the day that he died. Like that was his thing. But in the end, but in the end, he did he did run
1: off in the sunset. He wasn't Batman. All right. Anymore. Well,
0: shut up because that's not my point. My point is, we saw we saw him retire too young. That's the thing. He retired. He walked off. I would say too end- young. He walked off when it was his time to go, but it wasn't his time to go before that. And you can see it. Like, you just see Christian Bale's Batman sitting up in these board meetings, and you just know he's not supposed to be there just sitting around in the house. He's just not supposed to be there. Because people that are crazy about what they love, and Batman was a psychopath. Tom Brady, psychopath. Psychopath. Those people don't just quit. Because Tom Brady's going to go to these board meetings, and he's going to sit around and be like, this is not football. I'm a, like I need to get popped in the chin a couple times for me to really enjoy what I'm doing.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: And so yesterday on Tom Brady's podcast, I think it's called. I think it's called Let's Go yeah, with Let's uh, Go. with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray yeah, on but, uh, uh, Sirius XM. He said, and I quote: He said, "Never say never." He said, I try to make the best possible decision I can in the moment, which I did this last week. And again, I think it's not looking to reverse course. I'm definitely not looking to do that. But in the same time, I think you have to be realistic that you never know what challenges there are going to be in life. Again, I loved playing. I'm looking forward to doing things other than playing. That's as honest as I can be with you here. So he's, And he said, he said, never say never. He said the door is not closed on him coming back. Hmm. I just have the look. I we talked about this uh, last week. I have no issue with a man retiring because he wants to go be a dad, but all I'm saying is, I'm just not convinced. After having what, like he's producing literally a documentary about himself, yeah. man in the arena. That's kind of the power move. He's it, not done a, with football. He's not done with football. Tuck rule. Exactly. Go check it out. Exactly. Tom Brady, when you love something that much, you just don't quit on it. And and I think to some extent, a lot of this is him taking advice from other people. And other people can't always give you advice because other people aren't you. Other people don't know you. Other people give you advice on what they would do if they were you, but they're not you. Therefore, they don't know what you comprehend. They don't know what you feel about certain things to insinuate that they do isn't accurate, and so I and also like it would just be so Jordan esque for Tom Brady to leave and then come, come back, back and win. How was, hard I, would that be? I agree that it
1: would be Jordan esque, but I'm gonna have. I know most of the times we agree on things, but I, th- I love
0: it when we disagree. So but, get it to but, me. But
1: so I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you right there. The man is about to be 45... Now, think about this, but 45 years old. My How mother many
0: 45 is... 45-year-olds you know that move like he does and I'm, I'm win just, MVP this I'm year? Just, I'm
1: just saying. Just think about the number real quick, okay? Because okay? Father Time Undefeated, 45 years old. I don't know that he
0: is undefeated, Well, he but will be,
1: to me. He will be undefeated eventually. You we'll can't see. argue with that, We'll see. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> Tom Brady's about to be immortal. <laughs> He's immortal, bro. So... Father time undefeated Tom Brady's 45 years old. I think he's seeing this. He's seeing Chris Godwin's probably leaving, AB's out, Gronk isn't D- Gronk is most likely not playing next year. So really, he's looking at Leonard Fournette and they might not even be able he's a free agent next year. Leonard Fournette, Fournette might be not might not be back. So we got Mike Evans, maybe Leonard Fournette. That's not enough weapons to win the Super Bowl. I think he's seeing all these guys around, like all these young guys with a ton of weapons, and he's saying, I, not that I can't get that anymore, but he's saying, in my current position, I don't have the opportunities to beat these guys. That's what I'm saying. And I'm thinking he's seeing his defense, and they're like the Packers, they're going to get a ton of cap hits, and they're not keeping all those guys. And he, their defense, there's their their run defense, elite. Their pass defense, which is what really matters, is bad. And their run defense, they're losing a lot of guys. So he's saying, we're only getting worse from here, and I'm only getting older. And I think he saw what happened to Peyton Manning, to Brett Favre, to Alton's Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, Big Ben, all those guys that he like came in with. He saw what happened to him. They went out kind of hand. They, like they left the league hamstrung. Like Peyton True. Manning, like he, as great as he was, two two-time Super Bowl winner, like four-time MVP, he left the league arm was shot. Okay, he was yeah. not Peyton Manning, and I think Tom wants to be remembered for who he was and not having kids, because kids, like, they are like seven years younger than you and I. And they would they would, like think of Peyton Manning, be like. He wasn't that good. When really he was ma- like a top two quarterback ever, ever. But Tom Brady doesn't want to, want to be remembered like that. So that's what I'm going to have to disagree with you.
0: I agree with you in the sense that it's always best to keep good memories clean. Like you don't want to taint. Memories that you, can, you can't you can go back and change. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, you, if you're if you able to end a breakup in a good way, like, that's the best... Which, which, like, again, is super rare, but, like, if you can do that, great, because most people end breakups end very toxic. Terrible. Divorces end toxic. Any and, of all- <laughs> and so, and then when you... And then when people try to get back together, yeah, I know exactly where you're going, but when... <laughs> The most recent well, one. Okay, okay. Bu- the most recent for both. That's of us. okay, that's true. Rock Shell, what you know? Rock Shell. Okay. So I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I but I got you, that's why. I, I know I'm a little thrown off to be honest with you, because I'm just a little messed up from all that, but you don't want to taint memories if you don't have to. And when exes get back together, it never works it out. It never works. Ever. That's so why I Tom will Brady. give you that. But all I'm saying is, you explain to me how someone who's that obsessed and that much of a freak is... Like, what's he going to do to bide time? Because I don't think sitting at board meetings at TB12 is going to suffice for him. Especially when, and this is the hard part... But like you made the point when 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 Peyton Manning walked off, when Eli Manning walked off, when Ben Roethlisberger walked off, like we all we saw all of them at the end of their career, like nowhere near their their eclipse, not their close, peak. not no, even close. You're right. Big
1: Ben looked; he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. He had some good moments,
0: but he was wasn't bad, wasn't a good quarterback bad. last year. Bad. Yeah, they were last that's in the league, I think, in first half And, that, and that's a Hall of Famer. True. But tell me, all of those guys you just mentioned, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Dr- Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, how many of those boys won MVP their last year in the league? Fair, that's a valid point. That's Peyton a- Manning went to a Super Bowl, but he was carried there by Demarcus Ware, Von Miller, Chris, uh, what's the Chris Harris. Chris Harris, Aqib Tlaib, and the boys. Yeah, that was that was basically the rerun of the Legion of Boom. And Tom Brady has not at all been carried by the Buccaneers. In fact, he's been well, carrying... I mean, last Super Bowl. You could say. That he, I mean, he played didn't well. have a great game, but if you're one, like you got one bad game a year. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm all just saying. Right. But all I'm saying to you is, his walk off year was a super, or his walk off year was an MVP. And I'm gonna bet that the last game that he played, he lost to the Super Bowl champs, who have the number one, and we'll get to this later, the number one offensive line in the league and the number one pass rush in the league, and that's statistics-based. That's not just me coming yeah. at you with Madden ratings. Yeah. Like, that's a real thing. And so, for, and he came back, like, he didn't lose that game against him. His last game he lost was against the Super Bowl champs with the best receiver in the league, top five quarterback in the league that year, and one of the best defenses we've ever seen. And so, I just don't know how at the top of your game, you can look back in retrospect especially when you're in this and you don't have any else to fill your time with and you're gonna say, man, I feel like I left a little bit on the table. Because people who are truly great know when they've left a little bit on the table and that pisses them off more than anything in the world is looking back and saying, Dang it, I should have studied harder. Or dang it, I could have made this investment here. Or dang it, I could have spent two more hours doing this instead of goofing off with my friends. And I'm just telling you, from an American Psycho standpoint, yes, another Christian Bale reference, Tom Brady's going to be feeling American that. American Psycho. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll mess with you. I don't agree with you, but I, valid points. I'm just saying. I give it a 20% chance that he comes back. What do you got? I would probably... Look, I'm not banking on it. Like, I wouldn't take money to the house with it. But I, I think... I, I mean, I'd be reminisced if I didn't say... Give me, give me a percent. It's wishful thinking for sure. I just feel like it's weird how the retirement came about and how, like, some people I heard about it, some people hadn't. And then it got leaked. I'm just saying... Tom Brady is not anything we have ever seen before. So to say we think we know what's going on, we don't. I would not at all be surprised if Tom says, I'm taking a break, I'm hanging out for two years, and then I'm coming back and I'm reminding all of you who the GOAT really is, and it's none of you. Because here's what's also going to happen. I'm telling you this right now. I'm telling you this right now. You said two weeks ago, I think, that the that the Chiefs were done running to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You said that the Josh Allen was going to run the AFC from now on. You said that. Yes. I think and and I love me I love me some Josh Allen. Love me some Josh Allen. I disagree with you because I don't think the Chiefs are slowing down anytime soon. They just got Eric me back as the OC. I think they're going to make a run next year. I think pa- I think this is the storyline that's going to happen. Patrick Mahomes is going to come back and say y'all made me the villain fine I'm gonna be the best villain he's gonna go maybe win one probably, I think he'll win not maybe not a Super Bowl next year but the year after they win a Super Bowl they I think they change up the offense a little bit because it's kind of been Game like made. op and, and and very uh I don't want to say one dimensional but, but basically, it's it's very it's, it's it's not a changing offense yeah and so I think they switch it up a little bit. But I'm just saying I think either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes rises to power and Tom Brady gets this little inkling in the back of his brain that says, these boys are really going to forget about you. These kids are really just going to forget that you're the greatest, the baddest mother trucker to ever do it. Hmm. You're going to let them do that? He's going to have the bad angel and the bad devil on both shoulders and both are going to say, look you got to go and remind them who's the GOAT, and he's going to do it. And it's going to be like Space Jam-esque. Just come out of retirement, show everybody, put the world on notice, beat the monsters, and remind everybody why you're the GOAT. And for the rest of time, no one will ever be able to debate whether or not Tom Brady is the greatest of all time.
1: But the thing is, I don't even think it's about de- like debating on if he's a GOAT or not. Anyways, de- de- So on a separate thing, I want to say something about the Chiefs. This kind of has to do with... Blackhead coaches, which is another thing we did want to hit. Yep. Um, so Eric Bieniemy. Okay. Everybody and their mom, especially ESP, ESPN, Stephen A. has a straight up chub for Eric Bieniemy, and he's honestly a dog. And, like and, I
0: think he deserves a head coach job. And
1: here's all I'm saying. I'm not going to pretend and act like I know a ton about him as an offensive coordinator. Okay. But I will say this. What's we're making an assumption, okay, that people don't see color—black, white, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That we're, we're, we'll make that assumption. We'll come back to it. Okay, okay. We make that assumption. He still hasn't gotten a head coaching job. We're gonna make that assumption. Remember. Okay. He still hasn't gotten gotten a head coaching job. Why? Because there's gotta be a reason if it's not that. So here's my here's my point. It's been like it's been 4 years that they've had this elite offense and he's been there all 4 years. This is what I'm saying. Could it be because he's not the play caller? That's so, Andy Reid. Could it be that he's propped up by the greatest offensive mind of our generation along with maybe the greatest talent at the
0: quarterback position we've ever seen? Tell me what you think. All right. Let me give you this. I'm literally working on a theory right now as we're talking. Okay, so Andy Reid right now is 63 years old. How old is Bill Belichick? Let's He's just 70s.
1: Okay,
0: 73. So I think. How many years do we realistically think that Andy Reid has left? I
1: mean, if he stays as long, we'll assume that he stays as long as Bill is right now, and he retires
0: 10 so, years. So let me. So let's just. I guess let's just go to the principle then, because I'm thinking. We're going to assume, then, that Eric Biennium is not waiting around for his inheritance to roll up. He's not waiting for Andy Reid to die so that he can inherit Dean Yeah, because there's no way they're giving up Andy Reid unless so, he
1: retires.
0: Okay, so that's that theory is out the window. So let me just give you Eric Bien-Aim's, uh his coaching history. So, 2001-2002, he was the running backs coach at Colorado. Okay. Then, 2003-2005, he was running backs coach at UCLA. Okay. Then... 2011 to 2012, he's the offensive coordinator at of Colorado. Okay, so nowhere here has he had a head coaching job okay, in offensive. college.
1: Okay, offensive coordinator college.
0: And then, sometime between there, in 2018, starts coaching as the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I I actually, I a lot was made about Eric Bieniemy because of that wasp play call that allowed. Um, Tyree Kill to run the post corner to get him open on that third and long in the Super Bowl against the 49ers like that was kind of his claim to fame that was his come on the scene you made, you're you're posing the question there's all these jobs open why is it, if Eric Biennemi is the guy who everyone says he is, and we're assuming no like there's no racial bias we're pulling race out of the conversation for the moment, yeah why isn't he getting the head, job, head coaching job? Well, let me ask you this. And I understand that this isn't a popular theory. Husta says he wants a head coaching job. Because, because okay, that's a valid because. Point. Let me put it to you like this. So let's just look at the teams. I'll just we'll we'll get into this in a second. But let me just read you the teams who had a head coaching opening. Oh gosh, the what Chicago a, Bears. Crap show. Grass. Denver Broncos. That's a that's honestly I take that's that That's a good job, job that's but that's a hard good. job to get. Yeah. Like everybody wants that job, so not everybody can have and it. And that's also you don't have a like off, their offense was bad. Exactly. You got Houston Texans, that's nobody wants that job. job. Jacksonville Jaguars, terrible I don't care job. how good the quarterback is, you don't want that job. Vegas Raiders, Maybe. you weren't getting that job like that one they were just going to go and get exactly who they wanted. Yeah. It didn't really matter. Uh, Miami Dolphins, you don't want that job. You don't want that that smoke after that. Exactly. Minnesota Vikings. Maybe. uh, Maybe. New Orleans Saints. I don't really want that job.
1: They got no weapons. And then
0: the Giants. You definitely
1: don't want there.
0: That's a valid point. So all I'm saying is we assume that because he's an offensive coordinator that he wants a head coaching job. I think a couple things are at play here. You're hanging out with the be- one of the best offensive minds to ever... Like, if you're in a friend circle with the girl of your dreams, if you're smart, you're going to play out a little bit before yeah. you just jump the gun and say, hey, why don't you be my girl right now? That's you're going to play it out a little bit. That's about it. So, and, and learn a few things. All I'm saying is, I don't think he wants a head coaching job because then he would have to go. Because the other thing is, you're like, how many of these guys? Because are it's really,
1: only down from here. How many of these guys are gonna the,
0: hold on to their jobs? None of them. And it's not necessarily that they're guaranteed bad coaches, but it's because, like, your your organization much- that you go to is the same with the quarterback head coaches and
1: quarterbacks. Whatever organization you go to, basically, like you can literally go back. And look at quality of organizations. Miami, they haven't had a good quarterback since Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Texans, they had Deshaun Watts. They had that year they went to the playoffs and were good. But bef- besides that, they've been bad for a long they've time. they never had a good quarterback. Matt really. Schaub. Um, uh, Giants. Ever since Eli Manning, terrible organization. Awful. Yeah, Jaguars. They had that one season where Leonard Fournette was a god. Besides that, they've always been bad. Blake Bortles is your best quarterback. Blake Bortles,
0: Chicago Bears.
1: The last time they were relevant was in 2006 when Rex Grossman somehow
0: brought their sorry A's. Chicago Bears have never had a good quarterback in the history of the franchise. And they used to have one of the greatest teams of all time and still didn't have a good quarterback. Yeah, They had average Jim McMahon. Yeah. So, though no, no, that's so, tr- it's organizations, dude. So what so I'm at the saying Packers- is, why would you want that? Jo- why would you want any of these jobs when, first of all, maybe I don't think he wants a head coaching job because I think if you can keep, and this is my final point, why would I want to go somewhere where I don't know that I can win? When I can stay as the offensive coordinator, I don't have a ton of experience as a play caller because a lot of it is done by Andy Reid. So I don't have that to put on my resume. So why don't I just hang out, keep learning how to be an offensive guru because that is where the NFL is going. Yeah. Wait till a better head coaching gig comes open and it's one that I feel I am worthy to take and people want me for it like a Denver Broncos or a Las Vegas Raiders. Dude, you know – you know what? You know what I would do if I
1: was there? I know this is this is kind of a random topic for those of you guys who aren't super familiar with football like like a, if you're not crazy about it, you might not know who we're talking about. If I were him, you know where I'd go or or at least where I it would be an option for me. Josh McDaniels is out in New England. Want to be go be cuz Bill Belichick literally just gave him, you call all the offensive play, you
0: call any call yep. what you want. I didn't know this until I watched the man in the arena the other day. Did you know Bill Belichick never played organized football? Really? That's what that's what they said in the documentary the other day. And at least if he did, he didn't play in college and he most certainly didn't play in the NFL. He might have played in high school. But, they, but there was a lot of people who were pissed at Belichick because they're like, oh, he didn't play in the league. Like he didn't play college football. Why is he getting an NFL job? Well, guess what, Bob. It doesn't matter because he's one of the maybe the greatest coach who ever lived. But but I, I I like where you're on track with that. Like I'd say, dude, Josh McDaniels is out and Bill Belichick is. That would be such
1: an elite combo of if Eric Bieniemy is, is what we what think, we he, think is. he is. Pair that with the amazing if Andy Reid is the offensive god that we know he is, then Bill Belichick is the antithesis of him with defense. That would be a scary combo. If they can get a few
0: weapons, that would be good. Well, and and that's the thing that you're relying on with the New England Patriots, and I actually think that makes makes more sense to me than... But also there comes a point when you want to build something that's yours. True, but also, like, if you're a part of... Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like... If I look at it and I'm like, yeah, he could be upset he doesn't have a head coaching job, but also maybe his resume doesn't constitute him getting one because of the point you made. Andy Reid is the play caller. And then second on top of that is um, why not just – like you're a part of the dynasty. Like yeah. why not keep winning May, super I yeah, I,
1: I could assume that he's maybe waiting for the dynasty to kind of – beyond that beyond the deep That's kind
0: of what I think. Luke Walton hung out in a while in Golden State before taking the Lakers job, which didn't end up working out, but I'm just saying like I don't think it's the worst move in the world to be a part of the dynasty and ride that wave to its peak because I don't think they're tanking anytime soon and as soon as it does peak, that's when you go get a job like that. But like again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep Keep with this all-time great franchise that you have, maybe one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and then when a better opportunity arises, an opportunity that's not the Jacksonville Jaguars, that's not the New York Giants, that's not a flailing New Orleans Saints team with no quarterback go get that job and i like the point that you made about the new england patriots because to me that makes the most sense the only issue i mean you look at look at what bill's done with literally nothing on offense nothing. he made rex burkhead and whatever that other danny white danny whitehead was that his name yeah, yeah. he made all these really really mediocre running backs look like god squad level players yeah. so if and 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 i we know andy Reid has drafted incredible talent. Like, made Travis Kelsey a god, made Patrick Mahomes a god, made Ty Tyreek Hill a god. Like, none of these guys were top-tier draft picks that everybody wanted. They Like, they just fell into his lap and he made them a god. And so, if you're the Patriots, and this is obviously all hypothetical, but you would hope, if we hire Eric Bieniemy, maybe he sees a lot of things on offense that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, on that topic, so, kind of moving on, Brian Flores' lawsuit. So we was, didn't get to talk about this no, because because this I think dropped the day after we recorded. Yeah, that Wednesday. Or is that yeah, that
1: that night slash morning.
0: So we wake up and it's get up with the boys, and I didn't even want to watch. Because I, I, I was, knew it was gonna be a Exactly, but like, you did you know, watch. I did watch. And it was So
1: this, it was the listen guys, this is the most odd thing I've ever heard in like seen in my life.
0: So you're like you're listening to a person, and let's preface this with you were going to school to be a lawyer. Yeah, like, I was. You didn't would, get into law school, but that like you were going to school, so yeah. you got like a little bit more understanding than your average moron. Yeah. So I was. Uh, that was my plan for a
1: long time: go to law school. That's kind of switched. I just got in. I've been in the in the business program for a long time now. Um, so. This is you're talking to a person who knows a, a little bit about law not a ton but a little bit and you're also talking to someone who basically every morning except for the two, my two year mission for my entire life yep. watched ESPN or Fox Sports or Fox yep. Sports sports every day for everyone we got, morning. A got a little bit of understanding I got a little bit of understanding about works. how it works we know and of the I'd, of and of the I'd say at least 12 years of almost every morning watching Get Up, First Take, Undisputed, any of those, Mike and Mike, the yep. classic. Oh my For those gosh, of you who remember Mike, Mike. Mike and that's Mike, a, that was OP. That's a good show. Anyways, I have never once seen lawyers come on television and come on the set. Maybe they would have given them like a – they would have called them up. I think maybe I've seen that once. Or maybe they had a quote from them, but they brought Brian Flores's both of his slimy,
0: I'm not, greasy, greasy, just, yeah. just disgusting, dirty, disgusting dirty
1: rats. New York lawyers over to get up so they could sit up here and literally so Brian Flores, I actually I like him he is a good coach. He's a good coach. I like him. We talk about him all the time. I think he's really good. And they brought him on and he's talking, he's talking. And his lawyers interrupt him half the time. And I'm like, why are there lawyers on here? And the second point I had to say about this is, remember what I was telling you, is they're... So they're bringing... So Brett read through all the legal briefs in the lawsuit that's yep. going on. And I, I read through a little bit of them. So he's he's going after the Giants, the Dolphins,
0: and the, um, uh, and the Broncos. Yep. So his... There three different lawsuits, or not three different lawsuits, but three different issues, all of which are very not necessarily vague. racist. No, they're not racist. And the
1: Browns, or I mean, and the Broncos are is the one that just blew it's my mind. It's so bad. It look, it sounds like a high school girl is complaining yep. about something not going her way. <laughs> this is what happened, according to Brian Flores, and well, probably more according to Brian Flores' lawyers. Yep. So he shows up for his um, for his interview at seven thirty, and he says that John Elway, first all, first of all, John Elway is basically America's sweetheart. True. Like everybody you're not gonna everybody John loves John Elway. Elway. You're not gonna sue John Elway. No, no you're not gonna win. that. Sorry. Win. John Elway and a couple of the other um, senior level executives of the Denver Broncos they show up an hour late, and he says, and I this is loosely quoting, he says that they seemed i um, uh, uninterested. Because Greeny said, okay, like, what proof do you yeah. have that they were, like, wasted and hungover? He said, were, he like, said, what, made, hung he said what made you think? And he said that he could just tell that they had been out drinking the other night. And that was the reason. He said, I could tell they'd been out drinking the other night. And that was why. This is America. Everybody's out the night before yeah. drinking. And so... He said that he could he could he could tell that they'd been out drinking the night before. And Greeny asked him, "Well, what happened?" And this was his response of how he could tell. Listen, like not that they were disoriented or that they were like slow. He said that they seemed uninterested, and that was what he said. Could it just be Brian Flores? This was also. Would have been your first head coaching job. This was four years ago. you would never been a head coach before. Exactly. And you proved yourself in Miami. Could it just be, Brian Flores, that they were not interested in you? That they were not impressed with you? Could that just be the case? Because that happens a lot. I've been in job interviews, and I felt like I was really good for the job, and I didn't get it. Did that mean that I'm not a good candidate? No. Or is it that people who didn't hire you were were racist? racist? No, because I got interviewed for an investment banking job by a Hispanic. Could it be that he was racist? No. How about that they just found somebody else that they liked better? Exactly. And that's okay, Brian Flores. So literally, Brian Flores, you or your lawyers or whatever's going on, you're throwing a hissy fit because the Broncos didn't hire you and because the Giants didn't hire you. And it's not like... You have a much better resume than um, uh, what's his name? Than Brian Dable. Brian yeah. Dable's like the next um, Andy Reid. He just ever. got done with the AFC, going to a AFC championship game two years exactly. in a row, like or almost an AFC championship with one of the best offenses. So turn Josh Allen into a god. Jo- he's the responsible for turning Josh Allen into who he is. Yep. So I take Brian Dable over Brian Flores, and. Okay, and then the Miami Dolphins, that's the one that I'll say maybe could stick. That's the only one. That was kind of a rant, but I'll
0: leave it at okay, that. Okay, so let me start here. Let's, let's, I'm going to start at the beginning where you started, and I'm going to end where you ended. So so you have a, a lot more law experience, I mean, as far as college. like You know more than I do, but this is what I'll say. I've worked on a morning show before. I've worked sports talk morning show before. Let me tell you how it works. We prep. They prep the day before, saying these are the things we want to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Obviously, you have things that come up that night and during that day for the next I day. But they plan the new stuff. like so. So uh, so get up starts. I think it. I don't know what time Eastern they start. Six. At. Well, Six? no, 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 eight. Eighty. Eight Eastern. Eight Eastern. Okay. So if they started eighty, but Eastern, they got their meetings before like – production meetings, which means they're starting probably somewhere around three a.m. Like that's late. when. Because think – I guess a lot of people don't realize this, but like honestly, they might – there's probably guys – so when I work work volleyball games, I have to show up six – five or six hours before the game to build all of the graphics because it's live television. Like this isn't working at a grocery store. We run out of bags. I can run to the back and grab some more. This is live TV. So you got to be 100% on your grind. And what I say all this is to say is you made the point of production meetings. Those usually start five to six hours probably before the show. Talent's not always there, but your producers are, your graphics people, your stats people, all those people, especially at a company like ESPN, you're being there before. And here's the other thing. Those guys were all there in person, which means, and they did not fly in there, surprise, surprise, at 3 a.m. So everybody else found out about this. Pretty much the news got broke. I think the night before, and then we saw them on CBS This Morning, which is also in New York, which is why he was able to be on both that morning, and then he was on Get Up With His Lawyers. So this was planned a while before. ESPN knew that this was coming, and this was not an accident that everybody just ended up hearing about. Yeah. The issue that I have is that these – First of, I mean, we'll get into the black head coach's conversation because I understand that we're both white, and so I'm yeah. not even going to argue with you from like a moral standpoint. So February
1: 1st is when it broke.
0: Okay, and February 2nd was-, was when they were on Get Up. And I, I won't even break down the conversation because you just did, but it was absolutely pitiful. It had nothing to do with race, and my theory working right now is I don't think Brian Flores wanted to do this because Greeny asked him to – talk about why he thought that John Elway was wasted and hungover and racist and I like he just didn't have it in him to lie. I think Brian Flores is a good guy. I think what happened I is I think
1: he is too. I like
0: Flores. I Ford. think he's a good man who couldn't lie when he was told to by his he friends. Seemed and his he seemed exactly. uncomfortable.
1: He seemed uncomfortable. Exactly. I don't think
0: them. he likes this lawsuit. Cuz I
1: like like I genuinely like him and I think he's a good dude. Yeah. I like I think he is a winner.
0: I agree. I, and, and I think somebody, maybe not put him up to this, but I think this was somebody else's idea, saying you need to stand up for yourself, like you need to stand up for black coaches, you need to stand up for this, that, and the other thing. And he went along with it because he felt like at the time it was the right thing to do, even though it wasn't. Now, this is where we get into issues. Because you just laid out the issue with the Broncos head coaching job, yeah. which is not a problem. We have Tiki Barber, who has come out just a few days ago and – cried into your saying the Maras are not they might be morons but they're well he didn't say that I'm saying that but he said they are not racist people he was with John Mara on his death but he said they're not racist people which I don't have enough information to dispute yeah. the one that makes the least sense is the Miami Dolphins job because here's what you probably all don't know the GM guess what he's black yeah the director of player personnel guess what he's black the assistant general manager of the Miami Dolphins guess what color he is black. he's black yeah. the guy they just hired as a head coach guess what he's part black so and to okay and then we have the other aspect of this is um that he was being incentivized to lose okay first of all do you have proof of that because it doesn't sound like you say that you do But you have not given us any research to show that you were incentivized to lose. Second of all, even if you were incentivized to lose, that's not inherently racist. It might be wrong. And in civil court, it might be a bribery charge. But it's not inherently racist. And so to call someone racist after all of his high up lamp management is the same color as you, to me... Makes you look bad, and I worry about him because it looks like the like uh, boy who called wolf, cried wolf. You're making an issue out of something that isn't necessarily the issue that you want it to be, and you're trying to fit it to a certain narrative, and it's not working out. Let me just give you these stats before I finish up real okay. quick, okay? The last 140 head coaching vacancies before the ones that we just had, guess what percentage of them were filled by black head coaches? 140 head coaching positions the last 20 years.
1: 27%.
0: Oh. 27% were spelled by black head head. coaches. Guess how many head coaches? So then you say, okay, well, that's not high enough because 65, 70% of the league is black. Yeah. Okay. Guess what percentage of head coaches in the league played in the National Football League? How many? Seven. Okay. So that doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, then we say. That's a fair point. I'd like to know how many apply. Also, true, we don't know how many of these guys, like, it might just be that a higher propensity of, like, a higher percentage of white guys want to play than black guys. So then let's keep going and let me tell you this. Did you know that black head coaches are hired at a a higher second chance rate than white coaches are? And, and black head coaches are given a second chance to coach more often than I white mean, head coaches. I mean, Lovey Smith just got try number three. Yeah, Lovey Smith and Hugh Jackson wanted to come out. This was the other dumb thing about this loss. Yeah, Hugh Jackson. He tried to but, add himself and make himself relevant in this conversation by saying, "Oh, well, I was incentivized to lose." But then he, but then he said, "Did you?" He said, "Well, they didn't actually pay me, but they they, they wanted, they wanted me, to incentivize. They wanted me. to lose, but they didn't pay me to lose." So, so he said said, well, they, I lost 30 games and they extended my contract, I'm like could just, I, I yeah, but how does that make that's them basically, That's basically
1: just saying, yeah, they extended your contract, and the, the reason here's the thing, Hugh Jackson, you're a dummy because the reason why you tank is so you can get top draft picks so exactly. you can win in the near future and get top, top talent so, theoretically, it's one year you tank, you get the you get the stud pick, and then you start building around them. So losing thirty games over two years, and then getting an extension, and still being a bad coach—that's mm-hmm. not what that is. That's not tanking. That's just you're bad, and the Browns organization is bad.
0: There's not to me. There's not a race issue in the NFL. I don't I because don't think so seven of the I think seven or eight of the um, owners of the NFL are non-white and not men. Really? There's 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 women, there are female owners in the NFL, which I bet you didn't know, That's like true, four there or five. Is. There's a couple Hispanic, there's a guy from the Middle East. So, like, it's not this monopoly on white. The second thing that people want to say about race is, oh, well, there's not enough white quarterbacks in the league. You realize that 17 of 32 NFL teams last year had a black quarterback start at least two weeks? Dang. All I'm saying is, I, I, I don't ever... I don't want choices to be made based upon race. I don't like that. Yeah. I want whoever's the best to get the job. So if Eric Biennemi is better than the white guy that gets the head job, I hope that the that Eric Biennemi gets it because I am in support of a meritocracy. The reason we play football is because we support a meritocracy. We believe whoever is the best deserves to get that job. That's what a market does. It determines yeah. who's the best and it picks the cream of the crop. people can say whatever they want. You can say whatever you want. You can call me a racist, whatever. I know the facts don't support that. Like, I just hope... I hope there's not racism in the NFL. And I don't think that there is. If there is, that's sad. But I'm not going to go based on those pretenses when everything that we've seen, this whole lawsuit has been fabricated. And just finish this up. Brian Flores, you can't be upset because you said that his lawyers came out today and said that they were upset that he didn't get the Texans job, Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, let me... No, I I won't read it, but it was. They they were saying that it's obvious that he didn't get the Texans job because of his because of race and because of the lawsuit he put up. Well, yeah, he's not gonna get the job because of the lawsuit. You're suing them.
0: That has nothing to do with race because Lovey Smith got yeah, the job sorry, and they bro. just had a black head coach. Yeah, literally. So stop. back to back. And then yeah, they're probably not gonna hire you if you're suing them because that's almost a little bit of blackmail because to some extent because I don't know if most people know this but like he would not be able to sue the NFL if he was working for them he would have to drop the lawsuit yeah. and so you almost have a, what it, I like really when it boils down to it, like that's a little bit of blackmail to say okay well I'll drop the lawsuit as soon as you guys give me a job Yeah. and the saddest thing about all of this is that Brian Flores is a good head coach Man. he got roped into a raw deal and he may never get a head coaching yeah. job again because of it
1: yeah I agree.
0: But we will finish with that. This this is the way I see we'll figure it out, or we'll finish it out. We'll do the Kyler Murray thing. We'll do Super Bowl and then we'll chop it off. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds
1: good. I don't, the truth is, I don't even think there's a whole lot to say about Kyler Murray. I don't I know think, if most people know though. So yeah. So we'll we'll give you guys the background story. So yesterday night or the night before, I forget which one it was. Twitter started blowing up about how Kyler Murray had washed his whole Instagram account. Of Cardinals, and he unfollowed the Cardinals accounts. Mm-hmm. And how, first off, I was thinking about this: how is it? How do people notice that? When I guess, I bet they probably got the software. Yeah. To tell when someone unfollows. They them. must. They probably did,
0: or at least. Or you see something on Twitter, and you're the social media guy for the NFL account or for the Fox. Account that's fact. Like, that's fair. Hey, I just saw this on Twitter because you know those boys be trekking, checking everything that's yeah, trending. Er, yeah, yeah. And Twitter true. can expose anything when yeah. oh, it doesn't need to be exposed. Yeah. Fair point.
1: So, and so, Kyle Murray, he do, basically that's the extent of it. And people are saying, oh, he wants out. Oh, trade's coming up. He's going to force his way out. Not going to lie. I saw a bunch of Indian, uh, Indianapolis Colts stuff saying that we should get him. I was like, look, I'm with you. But Come it's not going to happen. Exactly. Come on over. We'll trade Carson Wentz for him. Anyways, um, I, Brett and I agree on this. I think he just wants to get paid. He's on – he's – in the this time is this is year. this is his fourth year so he's either get his extension now the fifth year option or you get an extension to your contract yep and the fifth year option is not, like just in comparison a not not a lot of money if if you want to look up how much his fifth year option would be it's still on a rookie deal and this is a top quarterback in the league still on his rookie deal i think he's seen what happened with Josh Allen Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and he wants his money now.
0: Interesting. What? So according to this, uh, Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray is eligible for a contract extension now that he's completed three seasons in the NFL. Yeah. He is under contract for one more season and as a former first-round draft pick, the Cardinals can exercise a fifth-year option that will keep him under contract through 2023, which would yeah. be the end of next season. Yeah, That option will pay him more than 25 million dollars really and really that's they structured that poorly i think yeah like. i think it has something to do with being a first round draft pick cuz because the further down you're drafted yeah. the further down your minimum goes yeah. and when you're the number 1 overall pick you your minimum is fat so the question that food. we have to ask then because I don't think any of us believe that he's leaving Arizona. No, Cliff, where else are you going to go? And man? Cliff Kingsbury is way too invested in him. Like, the t- they built the team around, around him, him. And people don't realize how big of a deal that is. Like, the Ravens can't just go and get Joe Flacco to come back, and they can't get Tom Brady to come back because that's not the way the team is yeah. built. So you build, get the
1: pieces to compliment. Like, your you can't just
0: change the. This isn't Madden where you can just pick a different playbook. Yeah. People fit in offense. Yeah. So, the question we have to ask then, and this is the question we were asking last. Last year is well. Do the and do the bake or do the Browns pay Baker Mayfield because that was the thing. Baker wanted an extension, and we yeah. had a debate whether or not he was worth it. Obviously, they're in a different class, but the, oh, princ- yeah. but the principle remains the same. Yeah, is Kyler Murray at a point where we feel he needs to be extended? I don't know about you. I'm on the fence with it.
1: I'm on the fence with that as well. But I'm going to say this for the sake of argument. I don't think so. You don't think they should extend him? I don't think they should extend him yet. I don't think he should pick up the fourth his his fifth year option. I'd say just keep him on his rookie deal for now and here's why. One, he's been injured twice already in yep. three se- two times in three seasons. Two he's is he five eight or five nine?
0: Either way it's not good. He's like he's like 5'8 five, 59 five, 180 pounds. It says 5'10 ten, 210 but I don't believe it. so we'll say
1: five we'll say 5'10 five, 59 five, 200 yep, we'll cuz that's probably what it out. is. 5'9 200 that's a small human being. That's basically my brother Blake. Yeah. Except like plus Blake's like 5'8 185. One yeah, like around 185. So that's my brother. That's a regular Regular dude. He's big, but that's a regular dude. Yep. Kyler Murray, you are an NFL player. If you look at, um, at a Joe Burrow or you look at um, uh, uh, a Matt Stafford, any of these guys, they're big, stand in the pocket. They can get hit. Kyler Murray, he's small, and also, guess what? He runs. Not as much as Lamar Jackson, but he runs. He runs. And here's so I was listening to Colin Coward today. Kyler Murray, and I thought this was super interesting. The when Kyler Murray has five rush attempts or fewer, guess what the, the Cardinals record is? It's a losing record, right? Yes. G- g- give me give me a like one in ten? Zero, ten, and one. When he has five rushing attempts or less. They do not win. And guess how many he had? In the game against the Rams. Guess. Two? Two. So, here's my thing. I think he didn't want to get hit, and I think they didn't want him to get hit either. I think they're still nervous about Kyler because of his health. And that's why I say don't pick it up, because I think he's going to get injured.
0: I hope he doesn't, but I think he will. So, his rookie year, he went 5-10. 5-10. The year after that, he went 8-8. Eight and eight. This year the, one they the year, he he went 9 and 5. I don't yeah. know what their record was, but he went 9 and 5. Okay. So, as a as a start in the NFL, he's 22 23 and 1. Not great, but But that's your first 3 years. Yeah, you got not okay. terrible. Here's the issue though. He turns the ball over at a pretty high rate. His touchdown interception ratio is 2 to 1.
1: Yeah, that's which not is, that's not you're great.
0: giving the ball away and He's been sacked 106 times. He was sacked 48 times his rookie year, which I think was the league high that year. I, For me, because he's going to get paid $25 million if he stays this year. That's fat. That's fat. Right now, I think the league high is uh is either Dak or uh, I think Pat it's Mahomes. Dak this year. This year, it's Dak, which we don't even get a star about that. A joke. The point I'm going to make is, and you and I... It, it really boils down to, like, do you want to make money or do you want to be remembered? Because odds are you're not going to do both. And I'm going to bet that there's probably a couple people within the Ravens organization wondering about whether or not paying Lamar Jackson that much money was the best idea. It was and I right, don't think it was. It was the right idea at the time because he was an MVP. Yeah. It, like he And he was something we'd and never you, seen and before. You got, and you got to pay him. Exactly. Like, or else he'll go somewhere else. Exactly. someone else will pay him. But... And it was the right decision. I don't think it was the best decision. I think you're going to have a lot of people in this Arizona Cardinals uh, front office thinking the exact same thing. Saying, okay, well, Kyler's been injured twice. Two years in the two out of the three years he's been in the league. And against the Rams, granted, it was the Rams. But the thing is... If you want to make and this is the conversation this is the conversation we had last week if you want to be one of the baddest people to ever do it you got to be worthy of being paid to be the baddest that there yeah. ever was, and Kyler, like I love you. You're a really, really good, good quarterback. Yeah, he's a really good quarterback. You're not Josh Mahomes, Josh Pat, Josh. Wow, you're not Josh Allen. You're not Patrick Mahomes. You're not, you're not any Herbert, of these guys. You're not Burrow. You've only you're only not in, Stafford. You're, you're only not been Rogers. in the league. Yeah, that's true. You're not Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, to me, is in a different class oh, than yeah. Kyler Murray is, and they've been in the league about the same no, time. No, Kyler Murray's one, been there one year. year more. And Joe Burrow, I take, I take Joe Burrow over him. I
1: I think he was drafted a year after Josh Allen. I take Josh Allen over him. I take Joe Burrow over him. I take who's in the quarterback that got drafted that year?
0: Um. uh, Either way, there's a lot. It's a tough. This is the only counter argument that I have to this, and it is quite the counter argument, though. You play in the AFC West. You need a quarterback. You can't afford to lose Kyler. So to me, this is what you do. If you're the Cardinals, you do the fifth-year extension, and you see how it works out.
1: Yeah. Because
0: I... you basically call you call the bluff to some extent to say, look, Kyler, we want to pay you. Give us a reason to pay you. Yeah. Because first three games of the year, you looked like a unanimous MVP. Easily. So all we're saying is – you look Go like an MVP, we want to pay you. Yeah, we want, to sh- just, let, us, it to let us.
1: us pay you, that's what they're saying, exactly. let us pay you. And I think that's a good, I think that's a good strategy to have. But the
0: thing is, he seems pretty pissed off to the point that
1: he's yeah. unfollowed them. Because the thing is, Kyla Murray, I've heard, we've talked about this before, he is not a good leader of men, and that's another reason why, don't pay him
0: yet. But Let him grow the exactly. hell up exactly, and make him earn it. Because to me, Kyler Murray seems a little bit like entitled. a guy. Exactly, like when you're that athlete, when you can run a four three when you're in high school, and you're the like Texas State player of the year, Texas State player. Like, of you're gonna the year. be, you're gonna be entitled, and so Kyler, you have to prove it. You're not going to be given it. And there's lots of guys who would like to play come quarterback. For the Arizona Cardinals. So just show us that you're worth it because anytime you go and delete – like the only time I know of deleting stuff from your social media is when you break up with an ex and especially when you break up with a toxic one. Yeah. So all I'm saying is when you're going to go out and do it and do it that hard – That means that you probably are a little bit toxic as well, or the other party is, and I'm not willing to bet that the Arizona Cardinals are toxic. So I'm just saying, Kyler, you better get put in your place and realize that you got to go out and make your money because it's not guaranteed just because you were first-round drafted because there were guys who have been drafted after you who were doing way Way more than you.
1: you. I agree. Okay, so on that topic of young quarterbacks, let's preview the Super Bowl. Give it to me. So... We got Joe Burrow and the underdog, the king of the underdog, and Matt Stafford, really, the other king of oh, the yeah. underdog. Both underdog quarterbacks. But but here's the thing. This is the ironic part. Both underdog quarterbacks both drafted number one overall. You think about that? But both of them have a lot to prove right now. A ton. And... So for me, if we're gonna go, who has more to prove? I think Matt Stafford has more to because prove because Joey
0: Burrow, Joe Burrow, has so much. He's more got time. he's got
1: so much more time, and I, and I think most people would agree with that. So, matchup wise, who do you think has a better
0: game, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow? Let me read this to you. This I saw this today, and it it scared me a okay. little bit because I never hope that the Super Bowl is a blowout. But I have a hard time believing it's going to be anything other than that, based off of my research that I did oh today. Okay, I really
1: hope it's not.
0: Do you know who has the number one? Uh, okay, number one pass rush win rate in the NFL. Do you know who it is? Gotta be the Rams. It's the L.A. Rams. <laughs> Do Who has the number thirtieth pass blocking in the NFL? easily the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. They're terrible. This is the worst part. This is where it gets even worse. Guess who has the number one pass block in the NFL?
1: I'm guessing the Rams. The
0: LA Rams. And guess who has the 25th best pass rush win rate in the NFL? Really? The Cincinnati Bengals. I thought
1: they had I mean they've got some good ball players though. They do. They've got Hubbard and Hendrickson right? Or Hendricks. They've got some decent pass
0: rushers. All I know is, we this is the cliche of football. It's a game in the trenches. If yeah. you win the line of scrimmage, you win the football game. So, I look, I hope and pray that the game is close because we deserve something close based off of what we had to watch oh, last Lord. year. And Joe Burrow is not the athlete that um, Patrick Mahomes was yesterday last year. So, I hope and pray... That we don't get a repeat of last year, and that the statistic that numbers do lie. I hope this number lies to me, but I have a hard time believing that maybe the greatest defensive player of all time, time. and Jalen Ramsey saying, "Hey, the greatest cornerback of our generation." Yes, and the, probably the best corner in the league. He's cut. He's like gonna body Jamar Chase. I, and I think, I think Chase I is think gonna he'll have, have a good game. It's going to be a good matchup. It'll be
1: a good matchup.
0: But I'm just saying, you're not gonna have Jamar Chase to be a safety valve for you. Yeah. and he's, he's not
1: going for he's not going for 150 yards. You got a hard and hardcore catches.
0: pass rush coming yeah. for
1: you, dude. And here's another thing. So the Bengals, they don't, and this is what's kind of scary about them. They don't win with four, okay, and they blitz. Low. They only blitz 18% of the time. The Bengals do. The Bengals do. And you said they rush three most of the time. They rush three. Well, against Patrick Mahomes they did. But a lot of times they'll rush four, but they don't win with four. So here's what's scary. What are they planning to do against Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup? Are you just going to sit back there Cooper with Cup
0: and Odell Beckham Jr. who wants a Super Bowl yeah. bad.
1: Like, Matt Stafford will pick you apart. Like... Especially I, if you give him
0: time. And if you Sean give him McVay, time and Sean McVay, they will just pick you apart. I I worry because Eli Apple, anytime you want to talk big, you better show up yeah, big. And Eli I don't Apple. know that Eli Apple, he's happy because he doesn't have to play Tyreek and the yeah, boys again. But, but do not act like you bodied them. No, but okay, he did body him on that one play. On that, that was one good. play.
1: But here's the thing. So I'm I'm gonna say this in high school. There's always that one kid that you're scared or like you're kind of scared to go up against. If you're a DB, you're yeah. you're scared of him. But then there's the guy that's really good, but you're not like scared of him because he can't embarrass you. Yes. And Cooper Cup is a guy. He's better than Tyree Hill, but he's they're different players. So he doesn't embarrass you. He doesn't make you look bad. Yeah. Like he might route you up, but he's not gonna make you look embarrassed. The like Tyreek Hill will do. Yes, but I think Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, um, uh, Von Miller—they had the the two best free agent signings of the year besides um uh, the boy for the Patriots. They had the two best Odell Beckham Jr., Von Miller. I think he was great. I think the defense is too much. I think Joe Burrow will have a good game. I think he goes for two touchdowns, a pick, and. 300 yards. I think they hold them to field goals. Really? Yeah. You think the game's that close? I think it'll be close. And I think, well, this is, this. so I'll give you what I think about the Rams. I think that the Rams offense, they will drive down the field, and I think they're going to use the run game more than you think. I agree with that. I think Cam Akers is going to be... I think he is my difference maker in this game. If Cam Akers goes for over 100 yards, they win the game. No questions asked if Cam Akers go for 100 yards. So, I think Matt Stafford goes two touchdowns, no picks, 300 yards, goes about around 65 to 68% completion. I think they have very similar games. I think what happens is that that interception from the Rams will be a big difference, and I think there might be, um, I think it'll come down to a couple plays. I This is my, this is what I think it's going to be. I think it'll be 20, actually, no, I'm going to say Matt Stafford, yeah, I, I think Matt Stafford throws for two. I think it's going to be
0: 28-24 Rams.
1: No overtime. 28-24
0: Rams. Okay. Let me give you two things real quick. First is, they better not hope that, like, if the Bengals are going to win this game, the game cannot be close at the end. And here's why. And this is your Aaron Rodgers boost for the podcast for today. We need one every day. we always need an Aaron Rodgers boost. I want to get a sound that we can just play when it's on the boost Aaron Aaron. Rodgers. Um, Let me give you this. I think I've said this before, and I'll say it a million times. I got I got stats that just, like, I love. This is one of them. Since Matthew Stafford was drafted into... What do we always say with about Aaron Rodgers? Don't leave time on the clock. Oh, that's too much time for Aaron Rodgers. We always say that. Yeah, everybody okay. does. But guess what? Since Matthew Stafford was drafted, he has more fourth-quarter comebacks than anyone else in the National Football yeah. League. Anyone else, including... Aaron Rodgers. There is nobody more clutch in the NFL. Guess what? And that also means he probably has more than Tom Brady in the regular season. He does. I'm not going to say he's better than Tom Brady, but but he's clutch. And you say, okay, well, that's not like a huge deal. He was playing from behind anyway. Yeah, but he was playing from behind and he had to come back. With the De- worst, Detroit Lions, yeah, the worst weapons. Never ever. had terrible like, had line. Calvin, but he was still making fourth quarter comebacks. Without Calvin. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you better hope and pray to the highest of the football heavens that this game's not close. Because if it is, it doesn't matter if Matthew Stafford has a separated shoulder. He He's will come back and win, win, win that game. game. Uh, Dan Orlovsky said this about him. I was listening to another podcast that Dan Orlovsky does. It's called Tape Heads. And he said, the weird thing about Matthew Stafford is it's almost like he doesn't tell his brain it's time to go until he has to win. And as yeah. soon as he has to win, he, he just flips he a switch and he enters the zone. Mm. And so, you again, if you're Cincinnati, you got to keep the game. you got to keep a lead because Matthew Stafford will come back on your A and so will Sean McVay. This is the other thing I want to say. I love Joe Burrow, man. I I love him. He's you know he's been my guy for a long time. And I will openly admit I was not a Joe Burrow guy. Most of that's because I watched him torch my Georgia Bulldogs in an SEC championship He just yeah. absolutely blasted yeah. us. And so I embarrassed. Embarrassed. And so I went on to say, well, if he wasn't good enough to Overrated. start Ohio State, then he probably wasn't that good. He had maybe the greatest offense of all time. So my grandma probably could have thrown touchdowns in there. I was wrong. I am openly admitting I was so wrong about Joe Burrow. He's elite. Yep. He got sacked nine times against the Titans it in wins. a playoff team. Still wins. Brian Ryan
1: Tannehill, he gave them that True. game.
0: But, but still. This is why I love Joe Burrow. And I love Joe Burrow for the same reasons that I think that Kyler Murray is a moron and I think Aaron Rodgers is a moron for as great as they are. This is what I'll say. Jordan, uh, Jordan Palmer, who's the brother of Carson Palmer... He runs a huge quarterback. Oh, yeah. he's like, quarterback. He's like the quarterback guy. Yeah, he is. And they were asking him, they said, how do you know when you have a guy? Like, how do you know when this kid, how can you predict special. success? How do you know when he's going to be special? He said, this is how I know. He said, I tell these kids when they come to my camp, he them. I tell them this. He said, there's two types of people in football. There's people who love what football can do for them, and there's people who love football. He said, "Most of you guys, you just love what football can do for you. Most of these guys in the NFL, they just love what football yeah, does for them. They love, for the, them. Money, they the, love fame, the money, the girls, the, the fame, ease. and they like the game. But it's not that deep. And most of those guys are people like Josh Rosen, people like Aaron Hernandez, like people like a lot of these guys who like, yeah, they want to be great, but they want to do other things outside of the game of football first. Guys like Kyler Murray, yep." Guys, and, and the peak of that, like most guys are not Aaron Rodgers, okay? Yeah. So th- that's your peak. But there's guys who love football. And Joe Burrow is a guy who loves football. Yep. And you know he loves football because he could have quit at Ohio State. He oh, could have said, I'm the fourth string here. I'm never going to play anywhere. Then he goes to LSU and he's the backup. Finally yep. gets the job and he says, no, no, no. I'm. Not, we're not I'm just going to win. I'm not giving that up like Tom Brady said. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm not giving that up. I'm winning a national championship. And then people are going to still doubt me when I get to the NFL. So guess what? My second year in the league, I'm taking us to a Super Bowl. After the year before, we won like five games. Yeah, and after coming off of a
1: huge
0: ACL, MCL, just knee reconstruction. Guess what? Cincinnati Bengals won as many games this year as the last three years before combined. So, yeah. Joe Burrow, you – like, here's the thing. And, again, this is a conversation we had last week. If you love something, if you are – like, if you love it, not if you just really like it. If you love it, you'll be successful. Yeah. For if you like what it can do for you, if you like the money it can bring you, you won't be successful. Yeah. Guaranteed. Joe Burrow, I love because he made a quote today about – he said he, – they, they asked him what advice he would give young kids. And he said, dude, just work in silence. Nobody needs to see, like, your Cam Newton posting on Instagram all of your workouts. Like, people don't need to see that. Like, that's nice if you want to market yourself. But if you want to be great at something, just grind, and who cares who sees it? And eventually, it comes time to pay. And that's when a guy
1: like a Cam Newton, like a Kyler Murray, like an Aaron Rodgers, it will come about, and the guys who work in silence Who is the king of working in silence? Who would never post? Tom Brady. You ever hear him talking about him grinding, like tweeting about he's on the grind? No, he just did it. Everyone sees it now, but that's because when you're
0: the GOAT, you can afford to do whatever
1: the heck you want. Exactly. So I'm going to say this. Joe Burrow, he's got a special future. I think he's going to have a good game. I think the... Rams defense will be a little too much for him, and I it'll be very similar to the Tennessee game except the ten the Rams offense is a significantly better than that Titans offense. That's what I gotta say. Rams twenty eight twenty four. That's my call. I'm picking the Matt Rams. Stafford MVP. I want it. I, and, and I hope it happens. Super Bowl MVP. Get some respect from Matthew Stafford. If he Stafford. wins Super
0: Bowl MVP, he wins the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady wins the MVP, I will be happy with yep. the NFL, irrespective of that I watched the worst football game in my life on Sunday where Alvin Kamara got literally arrested right after the game was over. Classic. Whatever. Super Bowl pick, this is what I'll say. Despite the fact that the Rams have the number one pass rush and that the Cincinnati Bengals can't protect, and despite the fact that the Cincinnati Bengals have a terrible pass rush and Matt Stafford's going to have Andrew Whitworth and the boys who have the number one pass blocking win rate in the NFL. Despite all of that, I'm going to make this game very, very close. I think it's a one possession game. I think we got what I said we're going to get, which is going to be a Matt Stafford comeback. I think this game's. Really? Is gonna, I think Matt Stafford puts this team on his that. shoulders. He says, this is the Cinderella store you've all been waiting. Give me you're, some you're so Matt. sad that Tom Brady's gone. You're sad that Ben Roethlisberger's gone. Well, guess what? I've been on living in head. the shadows for too long. I'm the sheriff here. This is my house. I'm playing in SoFi. I'm winning the touchdown. I'm showing everybody that they were wrong about me, that I'm not a stat padder. I am a Super Bowl champion, and my name is Matthew Stafford. And put some respect on my name. Hurry here first, folks. Matthew Stafford, the new sheriff in town. Matthew Stafford's the new sheriff in town. A-Rod, you're not the new you're sheriff. You're done. You never Matt were Stafford's the sheriff. more clutch than you. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that is uh, that is it from the boys. We have a special word from, from our boy, slow Just give it to him. Woo. Woo.